The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. the city of Edmonton. It's Jalen and Andrew on this hump day. Oh, sorry. I missed my cue on that. I apologize. It is hump day. Oh, I missed it again. I apologize again. One, two, three. It's hump day day as we broadcast live from the Grey Cup Festival right downtown Edmonton. We are in the visitor trailer, so you'll... Well, probably tomorrow want to come in and get information when you're down here, when it opens to the public. Now, just to clarify, though, Jalen, by visitor trailer, we don't mean that this is the Red Blacks trailer. No, we mean no, 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 no. This is the 630 no, no, Chad no. slash Global Television uh, Visitor Center That's where you can right. get information. We've got, uh, we will have volunteers here once the festival gets underway. Right now, we're down on the grounds oh, where it goodness. looks like a, a renovation show of some kind. Do you know one of those uh, shows where they come in and do everything overnight? Yes. And I know they've been working on it for days. Everything. Yeah. And and then there's always, you know, right down to the wire. Exactly. They're That's putting, where we're at right now. Absolutely. You can see how it's all coming together. I've seen various things that I think are going to be really cool. There's fire pits all stacked up behind mm-hmm. us, which I assume will be in use at some point. Uh, somebody found parking uh, about two stories in the air over there, uh, a Nissan how did truck. How get that truck I don't there? know. It's got to be a crane. Yeah, it's kind of on the entranceway. It's the archway into it all, and we're just on the other side of it. Right, so depending on which way you enter, and I don't know that you'd have much of a choice. If you come in the main gates, you'll see us right away. So right now, like we say, it's a hub of activity, so I'm not sure that it's open to the public just yet. No, not not just yet, not till tonight. So it's 6 o'clock tonight. There's that sneak peek. Uh, 6 to 8 o'clock this evening, the Grey Cup will arrive at the Jasper Avenue Festival site 
by military transport. Nice. Oh, I wonder. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be a tank. Oh, that would. They be can't cool. fly it in from here. No, so th- they flew it in no. yesterday. So I'm guessing it's going to be a I tank. I would think aircraft not an option. So do a stage in front of the Shaw Conference Center, which is just right over there. There's going to be the uh, military pipe and uh, drum band is going to be um, there as well. So there, like, who doesn't love a good pipe band? Yeah, absolutely. That'll be right out front of the Shaw Conference Center. Yeah, right, right yeah. there. Um, lots of guest speakers tonight. Her Honor, uh, the Lieutenant Governor of Alberta, Lois. Mitchell will be here. We'll have uh, Brigadier General uh, Trevor Cadu from 3rd Canadian Division. Uh, Randy Ambrosi, the CFL mm-hmm. Commissioner, is going to be here. Former Edmonton Eskimo. Mm-hmm. Len Rhodes and Brad Sparrow, the uh, Grey Cup Festival co-chairs. As they kick things off, and then at 6.40 tonight, mm-hmm. this is going to be cool. And they're keeping it very, very hush-hush. Well, they were. Well, there's a rooftop concert. Okay. But we don't know who's playing. Oh, we don't? We don't know oh, who's okay. playing. Um, so there is going to be a rooftop count, uh, concert, like right there. Right next door to our uh, building On right here. On top of the yep. uh, CKUA building. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to end with some cool fireworks. Cool-looking building, by the way, it that is, building. It's a nice old building, yeah. right? And then from 7 to 8 o'clock, you can, uh, it's the Nissan, uh, the Nissan Titan, man, <laughs> you talk for a living night. Really? It's the Nissan Titan Street Festival is open to the public for a sneak peek, including the Capital Power Zip Line. Mm-hmm. which is going to be tons of fun. Uh, you can get on that by making a donation, and uh, a bunch of that money is going to the Edmonton Garrison Military Family Resource Center, the River Cree Bungee Jump, the Jiffy Lube Tube Slide, and the Epcorse Street Ski. And then listen to this. Between 8 and 1 a.m. tonight, the Tim Hortons kickoff party will be followed uh, by free Bring the Heat Bash inside the Shaw Conference Center. That's that big hall, Hall mm-hmm. D, uh, featuring uh, Juno Award winner Cardinal Official, local DJ Harmon B and notorious YEG. First thousand people get in the door. Um, uh, Now, everything kicks off as far as the public goes at six, right? In terms of access to Mm -hmm. this, okay. And that is, as coincidence would have it, folks, the time that we get off the air. So, (laughs) So we're leaving. Yeah, we'll be outside (laughs) of the uh, information center for a few minutes. We'd love to shake some hands and uh, kiss some babies. And I think we had there was word of us having postcards to sign as well, but I've not yet seen those. We're unpacking as you as we speak. Tomorrow, plenty of things going on, and everything gets underway. Eleven o'clock, the uh, the Boston Pizza Sports Bar open till eleven p.m. I don't know, it starts at eleven. Uh, but the Brick Family Zone, the Tube Slide, the Mini Field. There's a, that ski, the Zip Line, the Bungee uh, Jump. There's a gaming zone. There's tons of stuff going on. The CFL Awards take place tomorrow night, uh, which will be uh, will be fantastic. They're always uh, tons of fun, and uh, yeah, then there is um, diversity is Strength Party starting at 9 o'clock tomorrow night. There's going to be Grey Cup fans including a Drag Lip Sync Battle and Juno Award winning DJ Barry Harris. Mm, but it all centers fire. around us, doesn't it? The 630 Chet Information Center. We want you to drop by at 6 and say hello and then anytime between 2 and 6 tomorrow we'll be here and you can come on in and wave to us as we talk to the people. Uh, now you saw Matt Dunnigan, didn't you, walking by? Oh, I, I did. And you got all misty. You just Well, it's not that I got misty. I, I'm a huge fan when Chris Cuthbert and um, Matt D. And I call him Maddie D. And I probably shouldn't call him Maddie D. But for some reason, I call him Maddie D. When uh, Chris and Maddie D. call a game, I love the way Chris Cuthbert calls a game. Okay. Um, and Maddie D. is just one of my favorite because I think he's outspoken and slightly. Um. Well, tells it like it is. Okay. Right? Um, and so he, My preference is Morley Scott and Dave Campbell, but... No, I'm talking television. Yes, of course. But he was walking down the street. It was like he had a posse. And he had, uh, you know, the, the sunglasses on looking all very cool. And I, I clued in and I actually looked at him as I walked by. I'm like, hey, it's Matty D. And he looked at me and he kept on going. <laughs> 
Oh, did you not get a picture with him? You, I did not stop or anything. Because you and I were I actually... He was bigger. He's, he's little. Yeah. We were, at, we were at two ends of a table just sliding it into position yes. when suddenly I was the only one sliding the table. You just disappeared on me <laughs> and said no. something about, that's no, Matt Dunnigan. No, 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 were, no. That's what? what, we actually, you were walking with me was when we went to get our accreditation. We were walking right up Jasper and he walked right by us. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw when we were in the trailer, so we must have been walking back because you said, I saw Matt Dunnigan no, and I'm going to no, go no. get a picture with him. No, I never said that. Yes, you did. No. Well, see, that's how, I'll tell you what, that's how out of sorts he put you because we were still <laughs> standing right there, and we were moving a table, and you I went... I said, I didn't get a picture with him. Well, whatever. There, there was whatever. words. There was words in some certain order, but they had to do with Matt Dunnigan. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he'll walk by again. And probably just keep on walking. And if you like, you know, around. if at some point, uh, uh, 630 Chad listeners, if, you, if it's just me talking for a while, you'll know what <laughs> took place. Can I just say, though, if Henry Burris walks by... Out again, eh? I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I remember when Henry Burris... I worked in Regina. Henry, worked, it wasn't Henry Burris the... Uh, wasn't Henry Burris the guy who gave the sign the... Who flipped a bird? Yeah. I don't remember that. Okay. Smiling Hank? Mm. Doing something like that? Well, maybe I'm wrong on that. See, I, I worked in Regina when Henry Burris was signed to the um, uh, to that team. Rough Riders. Yeah, yeah. To the Rough Riders. Wow, you really are out of sorts. <laughs> no, I'm just being a, a bit of a jerk. Um, and uh, it, it was good times in Regina for those mm. couple of years that I worked there when uh, Henry Burris was the quarterback of the team there. Everyone loved him. And um, it, yeah, oh, he's it was a lovable fun. guy. He is. He's a nice guy. All right. Well, you know what? We're in a position where we're encouraging people to come on down and see us, but we're in a position to see you. So we've got windows to our left, windows in front of us, and we're watching the activity out on the... And you know what's amazing? We have stairs now, too. Oh, the stairs arrived. Look at that. This literally is like a Renault show. Like, I have an idea right now of what that feels like. And I, I suspect by 6 o'clock when you drop by and say hello, um, we'll have it all done. Well, we won't have it all done, but it'll all be done around us. <sighs> you having trouble over there with your computer? These are the uh, these are the joys of a remote. Several things that work just without thinking about them in a studio don't necessarily work when you're on location. But we are broadcasting. That's the important thing. We found the 630 Jet Information Center. That's number two, also important. I'm able to get our text line up and running. It's you that's having trouble with that? Well, the computer was working fine, but now it's kicked me out. All but right. anyway, so, so just so you know, you, this. you can still text us, 630-630. If you'd like to uh, contribute to the conversation, you can also phone us, 496-0063, and we will be able to take your phone calls as There's well. There's a so Blue Bombers fan. Oh, there we go. Oh, and away he went. <laughs> he kind of looked in you, and kept on yeah, going. What's going on in there? I waved at him and he left. <laughs> That's, he just looked in the door and went, there's no Matt Dunnigan in there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, no, there is no Matt Dunnigan in here. Mm. No, at all. Um, so it is the 630 Ched Information Center where we are broadcasting live from this afternoon. A quick break here. More from uh, the Grey Cup Festival right after this. The Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross, live from the Grey Cup Festival. Brought to you by Nate Continuing Education. Visit nate.ca slash coned. All right, so one of our texters from Red Deer, thank you very much for that, said, yes, it was Smiling Hank. He flipped the bird to Calgary fans. They <laughs> booed him as they booed him. He didn't have a good uh, game, I guess. Uh, the following year, he was in Ottawa. He won the Grey Cup. Mm. That's from Vic. Uh, thanks for that, Red Deer. Uh, Vic, I thought that was what happened. Uh, Michelle says, uh, from St. Albert, hello, Milt Stiegel. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, Michelle, I'll agree with you on that one. And then someone says, make sure you go to the BP's tent and try a garlic vodka Caesar from Rig and Distillery. That sounds good. Well, that might be 
Yeah, maybe that's a 2.30-ish. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know what? I'll do some reconnaissance and see if they're set up yet. It is the 6.30 Shed Information Center, and as we broadcast live here till 6 o'clock tonight uh, and tomorrow, and then tomorrow our friends over at Global Television will be doing uh, their shows from um, this area as well. So we're looking forward to that. You should probably mention, while we're still on the topic of sports, a couple of things. First of all, what a game last night. Oilers winning overtime. I have to tell you. I mean, that was a late start. And I think even uh, Coach Hitchcock uh, talked about, wasn't sure if he was going to be able to stay up long enough because it might have been past his... Well, he's not getting his, any younger. ...his bedtime. But um, I, I, I was in bed by 9, 30, 10 o'clock last night. Oh, so, I stayed to the end. So what a great game. I, when I woke up, uh, I was like, oh, we won in overtime. That was fantastic. So tell me what you saw. Well, you know, I saw a lot of players with an extra step. And oftentimes I've, I've thought this was true, but I didn't want to say it yesterday for fear that I would, you know, I have this ability to jinx teams, so I didn't want to say it. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes, regardless of the sport, when you change the coach, there is an extra step. Like, people think the team's going to fall apart, but somehow it gels them together, at least in the short term, as they try and either prove that they should be on the team in the position that they're in, or they simply gel together because they don't have a defined leader right at that Mm -hmm. moment. So that's what I saw. Jujar Kara last night, he looked a whole lot faster. Really? Yeah, than I've seen him before. He just seemed to have an extra bounce to his uh, skate. And, uh, of course, uh, Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid played fabulously. And here's the thing. Say what you want about the Oilers and about how they play or, or how they sometimes fall apart. But I'll tell you the one time that I have a great deal of confidence in the Oilers is in overtime. Mm. When they do that three-on-three, oh, yeah. you know, you've got McDavid yeah. and Dreisaitl yeah, out yeah. there with whoever. It really doesn't matter, but Nurse or whoever. Um, I have a lot of confidence that if they can get possession, there's a pretty good chance. But the goal last night, did you see it? It was a it was a garbage goal. It was. I was sound asleep. Really, I, as I, I tweeted at the time, that is the ugliest, beautiful goal I've ever seen. It should have been nice. It was set up brilliantly, uh-huh. um, but McDavid couldn't get the shot away, so he kind of just sort of shoveled it over to Leon Dreisaitl, and it kind of did a tic-tac-toe off his skates and in the net. But there was no kicking motion, uh-huh. so there's nothing to appeal. Uh-huh. But you know, sure, we'll take it, right? But yeah, no, it was an exciting well, game to watch, and was, I was relieved. Honestly, they won. It was, uh, it was, um, it was nice for them to get that win. I'm sure yes. last night, which is which is fantastic. And, and, and now the uh, now the restructuring of well, the, I, I don't want to say restructuring. This, you know, the refocus, I guess, will begin in earnest today. Uh, well, in earnest, just texted in and said, "Look, for, looking forward to saying hi to Jalen and Andrew tomorrow. We'll be bringing the grandson for some Grey Cup festivities. Have a special boot." For Jalen. <laughs> Resume in a boot. There Resume you go. Resume in a boot. And how about this as we're on uh, the topic of some sports? Exactly. We talked about this the uh, the other day. So we told you about uh, the team that was kicked out of that uh, that uh, curling, curling bond spiel, spiel uh, down in, what was it, Red Deer? Yep. Was it Red Deer uh, on the weekend? And now a policy review is underway after the team was Punted. And and Ryan Fry uh, is today announced uh, taking indefinite leave from the team. Brad Jacob saying uh, he'll be taking an indefinite leave from the team. Um, he made the announcement today on Twitter. He still hasn't made a public uh, statement, as far as I know. Although Twitter's public. Well, he's but, done it on Twitter and he's yeah. put out apologies on that way. Yeah. Right. He says he needs to focus on growth and self improvement. Yeah. What was interesting from the article that you have in front of you, from they were quoting the folks who organized uh, the, the uh, bond spiel. They said. Something that exactly what I said yesterday, that curling is a gentleman's sport. And typically, you just don't see this kind of behavior. Certainly, they go drinking after uh, games. But you do it. I mean, that's part of the appeal of curling.
curling, really, and perhaps not at this level, but you curl, you drink, you have a good time, but rare to drink before the game and then get in trouble. Well, I think at a, at a level like at a level like that, I mean, the fact of well, the matter... Yeah. You have to remember, though, that this was not a... It was not a super... There, there are some known names yeah, of this, but yeah. there's also some up-and-comers. It's yeah. it's a pretty friendly bonds. What I think about when you got to remember, because Ryan Fry was with the uh, the Olympic team that won mm-hmm. that won gold, uh, what was it, in 2014? Yeah, sure. Um, with, uh, with Brad Jacobs. Yes, that's right, 2014. Um, and yesterday, Brad Jacobs, who's the skip of the team, said, you know, well, we're working through this together as a team. We don't condone what he did, all that sort of stuff. So now that next step has has happened. So um, It's sort of like... And yeah, pe- he would, Fry was playing as a substitute at this World Curling Tour right. event. Yeah. And, and you know, people will uh, laugh at me for saying this because the two sports seem diametrically opposed. But like I was saying the other day, curling and rugby are actually very similar in that way. Oftentimes in rugby, there's not a penalty called. The ref will ask two players to shake hands mm-hmm, or apologize mm-hmm. or that kind of thing. Curling's kind of the same thing. When there's a dispute, there's no video review. There isn't a, a ref that comes down. Typically, the two skips sort of talk about it and decide what's right and what's fair and yeah. you know that kind of thing. So to have to put a policy in place to govern the conduct of a curler is very, very unusual. Uh, use another text just came in says, can we text the information desk is there a rental gopro for zip line so i can get a video or should i bring one i'd bring your own yes i, I would, would bring, bring your yes. own but yes you can text us we do have the text line up and running well you can here. text us well you can text us i'm not saying the information yeah. center we are broadcasting the at uh, the 630 ched information right. center we are not we are not the information <laughs> <laughs> we are broadcasting at the 630 ched information center for the information station but we are to, please do not rely on us for any information <laughs> it's with with regard to the uh, well, we Great do, Cup Festival. we do have a handy dandy booklet, so it's yeah. okay. We can we can help you out uh, <laughs> on that front. Uh, from Lloyd Minster, someone says curling. That was a drunk fest. Well, you know, th- 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 recreational have- curling is well, though, right? It's fun. Like you go to these bond spiels, or you know, especially like well, oilmen. Everyone that talks kind of about thing. the briar patch yeah. and all that sort of thing. But I can tell you that during the Olympics in Calgary, so what was that, '88? And I've told you this before. That I had a buddy who was like uh, running cable uh, mm-hmm. for the curling rink. Were the Max Bell. So he invited me, and, and I was in the curlers' lounge watching these guys. And they're not in there drinking and partying, and they're Olympic athletes. Mm-hmm. They're in there and focused on the games. Yeah, yeah. And there's TVs everywhere where they're watching all of the rinks and, and seeing what's going on. And But generally speaking, I guess like anything else, recreational sports, I mean, how, slow pitch and slow pitch tournaments. Is that not a great opportunity to get out in the sun and have a few beers? I mean, some sports just sort of are conducive to that. But you don't typically break brooms before a bonds field, before a match, and to, and, you know, and, and get in the uh, faces of other curlers. That's just really odd behavior. All righty. We'll take a break here for the 2.30 News with Eileen Bell. We'll continue the conversation from the 6.30 Ched Information Center right after that. The 6.30 Ched Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Ched.